0: Accelerating, Accelerating your, your fandom. fandom. This, this is Flash, Flash
1: TV Talk. TV Talk. Three, two, one, two. Welcome to Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to news, reviews, and more for the hit CW show, The Flash. I'm Bo. And I'm Bell. Bell! Man, we are back in a Flash TV Talk proper after what has been
0: weeks. Yeah, like Many weeks. Yeah, like
1: a lot of weeks, maybe months. I don't know. I I haven't done math.
0: Time doesn't exist anymore. No,
1: time existed in the pre-crisis world. Remember in the series where the crisis happened and then Barry couldn't even run to the future because time itself no longer existed. We are in the vanishing point, my friend. There is no time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But for a brief moment, we did have time, and that time was this weekend because, of course, DC fandom uh, came and just absolutely... Hit it out of the parkish. ish uh, Yes, I'm going to say ish. No, don't get me wrong. We got a lot of fun stuff to talk about. There is so much hype. There are so many different uh, amazing uh, news and, and even breaking news uh, as we are broadcasting live right now in terms of uh, related to the, the Flash series. But just the DC soiree of characters and franchises and properties, there's so much to talk about. And I'm really, really excited to get into it with you, man. We're going to be talking the good. We're going to be talking the bad. We're going to be talking the ugly. And uh, all that happening right now here as part of a News Flash. All right, man. Let's kick things off the way that we absolutely should here. Season
0: 7, we got a trailer. We did. And I mean... I felt like it was just a lot of scenes from last season with like maybe a couple new shots of different things, but kind of felt like last season part two.
1: Yeah, well, (laughs) there's a
0: reason for that,
1: right? Because it technically was last season part two. Arguably, everything we saw in that trailer is from what should have been aired as part of season six. There's not a whole lot new from that standpoint that we got. And that's not on anybody. I mean, that's just the reality of the world that we're in. And so, you know, props to them for putting together a pretty solid trailer out of remaining content from season six.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, it's nobody's fault. Like, you know, they did the best with what they had.
1: Yes. And what they had is some pretty good stuff. I mean, in this trailer, we got a great Barry pep talk. I thought that it was also timely talking about, of course, just the, the need to get everybody back and that we've been through a lot. I mean, I feel like there was almost kind of a meta narrative going on in his description of their scenario and, <laughs> and feeling. I mean, like, think about it. Like Iris is the queen of quarantine right now.
0: <laughs> so
1: she's, she's all the way quarantined. And there's a desire to get the family back together. It's something that all of us can relate to. There's, there's really an opportunity here with season seven and especially in the way in which they wrap things for season six and close off a lot of these storylines that will hopefully bring perhaps even a little psychological healing to some of us who also have been in kind of, you know, these deep quarantine or are separated from our loved ones and, and are really just kind of ready to get back together. And so I think there is something timely about the way in which this last season ended and the hope that this new season can give us. And I do say hope because this trailer was great, kinda. Because the thing is, like at the end of it, it comes with that coming 2021, as did a lot of things, right? Like we saw a lot of announcements throughout the entire DC fandom event with that coming 2021. No date, no month, no nothing. Nobody's blaming them for that, that makes sense. Here's what my argument is. It should not say coming in 2021 without also having like an asterisk or parentheses that says probably, maybe. Because we don't actually, if we're being totally honest, man, we don't really
0: know this is coming in 2021. It,
1: it, it, it can, it might, it should, it probably will, but do we know that?
0: No, and I, I, I kind of doubt it. Like, unless they're going to do something like what the NHL has done with the bubble, where mm,
1: right, 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 they
0: have two locations and everybody there is basically quarantined and they take tests every day. And like, if numbers were improving, which they right. most certainly aren't, or at least not as well as they should be, I'll just say that.
1: Well, so are you talking about you talking about numbers in terms of cases that are out there? Yeah, yes, no, yes, I, yes, I hear yes, that. yes. Well, but there's the other numbers that you have to consider in this scenario, and that's ratings, right? So like. That seems to be the primary method to move forward on most production is get your crew, your staff, your cast all in a controlled environment in deep quarantine for, the, for that standard amount of time. You have to do regular checks. It's going to be an expensive process to produce anything with any confidence in the near future. And I question, I mean, of all the DC. TV properties it does make sense flash does seem like the the strongest has the strongest standing to move forward um but i do wonder if with everything else going on when when the you know when the ducats are all passed around will we get the ducats that we need like will this show get the ducats it needs the money that it needs to get it out the door so that we can actually see a season 7 in 2021 i honestly don't know i don't know and i only say that not to kill any of the hype but to perhaps maybe set some of the expectations for us as fans with the reality of the world that we're living in, right?
0: Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, and and, and think of it this way, right? Like, you know, uh, sports teams and things like that, they're doing stuff in this bubble. They have two locations, right? Like, you could do a bubble in the studio and, like, on your soundstage and stuff like that, but, like, exterior shots, uh, which the Flash uses, like, all these different kinds of things, you know, are, are things to take into consideration and they complicate the whole situation. So, yeah, like, I... I don't I'm not I'm not getting my hopes up for 2021. I, that'd be a nice surprise. But like, you know, I don't think it's it's worth them risking the health and safety of the stars of their show to like do these kinds of things. So, um, unless they're going to okay. unless they're going to spend the money to do it right like you're saying.
1: Right. And I mean like, you know, maybe they will. Maybe they got the cash and they they're, they're going to do it. Um, I mean, there is a desire for, you know, we're all going back, we're binge watching old old shows. We need content. Streaming is is up in a big way. Um, so, you know, Hey, maybe, maybe this is very likely to happen and maybe it's not, I just don't know. And so I was a little like throughout the entire event and you know what? I was going to save this. I had kind of a structure with the way that I wanted to, to go over things this episode, but I'm, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and pull in some other things at this point because it's all related to this reality. Like there's so much about this event that we got that was super hype. And there's like some big, really fun things we're going to be getting into but a lot of it was very much kind of like sobered by the reality of the event itself. They spent a lot of money on this event, man. The, the, the DC Fandome that they were in, right? The big <laughs> green screen CGI Fandome. You could tell that money was spent. Yeah. But but did it need to be? Like Like there was even that entire segment where they talked about how they developed everything and like, oh, how cool is this? And it's like, ooh, I mean, it's fine. But like y'all had like the the whole thing where they were bringing different people in, and of course, different people have different lighting in their home when they're doing the green screen. And I'm not judging anybody for that. I realize that that's the case, and I don't expect there to be high production, but it is always very interesting to see some kind of companies do this kind of marketing thing where they they try to create this like this this big, uh, you know, a kind of expensive value at a time where I would argue that's not even necessary. No. You know what I mean? Like, we didn't need to have uh, Rosario Dawson, like, looking off camera while you know, director what's-his-face is looking straight at camera just to constantly remind us they are not in the same place. It just was very <laughs> – it was
0: rough. It was rough. That's all I'm going to say about that, but it was rough. Yeah, and, you know, props to him for trying. Uh, yeah, no, exactly, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I mean, like, that, that, that's a hard thing to do. I mean, unless you're going to spend lots and lots of money to send out crews to these people's places and then, you know, maintain all your social distancing and stuff while they're doing all that stuff, like, you know, that's that's a super big expense, and it's just – I don't know, like – what was it? It was the uh, uh, Parks and Rec did a did a thing, and you know that that was that was kind of like in a similar vein where everybody's recording stuff on their own equipment and everything. And- but
1: see, but see, the narrative, and this is what this this is what you have to do in that scenario. In this scenario, is you have to lean into the like the nature in which the content is recorded. The narrative lended itself to them zoom talking to each other, right? Right. They didn't try to like cgi each other in or anything of that nature
0: well they could have gotten robert pattinson in the bat suit and like a you know green screened bat cave to like talking to people you know like (laughs) but i mean like that's the thing right like lean into it make it make it so that the zoom thing does not seem weird and and that the the conference calling and all that kind of stuff works like i don't know I, i figure there's a way they could do that
1: Yeah. I mean, look, I, as you say, props to trying, um, you know, money was spent, decisions were made. We definitely saw all that happen. And, uh, you know, and it it was, it was a fun event. Like I'm not downplaying it at all. It was a fun event. And, and this is kind of the brilliance of it. This is DC's moment. Like this event was DC's moment. Marvel has been stopped dead in its tracks. Disney, because of like, to some extent, the success that Marvel has experienced is part of what's paralyzed it in its moment because it knows what's worked and it's scared to try something new because of what's worked, right? Like, I hope everybody goes out and spends all the money on, uh, on Mulan so that we can get Black Widow. But I mean, like, that's the thing. Disney's being very timid right now. This is DC's moment. And what I love about this is that DC saw this moment and they took it. They spent money they did, maybe didn't have to spend along the way, but they took this moment, they seized this moment, and they released everything. They opened up the floodgates. We got trailers for things we didn't think we were going to get to see. We got announcements of things we didn't get to see. We got, um, you know, the, honestly, even the fact that they were willing to go into the season seven uh, and give us what we got is pretty great. I'm, I'm excited for what, what's to come, and kind of bringing us back to this. Of course, in, we did get to see in that trailer, Um, you know what appears to be a couple of different versions of Iris so you kind of get the sense that maybe we're going to see her reconciling with either a fractured versions of herself maybe perhaps more mirror irises in her path to try to maintain her sanity and get back to the uh, non-mirrorized verse Um, we also got a chance to see the return of the top which was great because the last time we saw the top pre-crisis she was
0: rocking and rolling
1: with the pre-crisis mirror master
0: Yeah. So that'll be interesting.
1: Yeah. I wonder if they're going to address that fact. You know, like, you know, there's 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 clearly a new post-crisis Mirror Master. I wonder, like, if we're even going to get kind of an explanation, like, it was, you know, in, in the post-crisis world, was the pre-crisis Mirror Master even in existence?
0: I mean, that, that's, that's probably going to be up to Cisco. Uh, I think Cisco is going to be the answer for all of our, like, you know, mm-hmm. reoccurring meta questions because he's got his little meta research that he did. And he's like, oh, no, no, now this is the story behind this meta, you know, stuff like that. So,
1: by the way, I loved during the Flash panel uh, when Carlos was asked about, you know, Cisco losing his powers and his thoughts on that. And uh, he said, you know, I kind of get a sense of what Cisco must be feeling because, like, he'll see fans on the street and they're like, oh, yeah, Cisco but vibe though, like what, why? <laughs> it's like, it's like, that's gotta be what the character is actually going through to some extent. It's like, yeah, we love you, but like you were vibe though. And now you're not.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's gotta be an interesting sort of conundrum. It's like, Hey, uh... yeah. yeah
1: <laughs> but one thing that's interesting, of course, in the trailer is that top is talking to Cecile about being kind of, you know, this you know, having these mental abilities and you know that's part of what we got a chance to see with top is kind of the you know ability to you know induce vertigo but you almost kind of wonder is there more to her power set that is going to be explored and is perhaps there more to cecile's power set that's going to be explored is she only scratching the surface of what she can do which actually seems at this point uh far beyond what the top was doing so you know you almost kind of get this sense that they want to go with the story of the villain coming in saying like "Turn to the dark side use your powers and that sort of thing, but it's almost kind of like, I don't, I don't know, man. I think Cecile could
0: probably take her right here and now. Well, I feel like it's going to be a situation where um, Cecile's never really branched out and tried to use her powers in other other ways outside of what she's been using them for. And Top is going to take advantage of that because she's more developed in that in that power set to do something to Cecile to uh, like corrupt her or something like that. And then Cecile will be able to overcome it and then unlock this new plethora of abilities is my guess
1: could be could be i I, yeah I i would bank on it now one of the things that we never got a chance to see during the event in the panel discussion or otherwise is an addressing of the elephant in the room um which is an ongoing theme that we'll return to but for the flash season seven in particular the elephant in the room of course is that ralph uh, Well, you know the the actor that portrayed Ralph anyway is is not going to be returning to the series, and so there was a question of how that was going to be handled, or at least the question was on the fans' minds, but was not part of the interview. You you almost kind of get the sense that probably that was kind of a no-fly zone, right? Yeah. I mean, obviously this is all very you know uh, well-selected content. Everything was appeared to be fairly pre-recorded, so one imagines. That, um, you know, this was a decision that we're not going to talk about this as part of this event. Well, breaking news as we are recording right now on Monday afternoon, uh, Gizmodo is reporting The Flash will in fact recast Elongated Man, but he won't be around for long. So from all reports here, it seems as though the goal is to get somebody in to close the story and get him out as soon as possible. So of course, folks will remember in the in the before times and the pre-COVID times that uh, Hartley Sawyer, uh, some tweets were discovered from a while back of a kind of a deeply racist and misogynistic nature, um, you know, certainly enough that kind of shows, showcases a pattern that this is not the kind of person you really want, uh, you know, really heading up your franchise um, and specifically heading up the franchise of The Elongated Man. And uh, so the showrunners made the decision to, uh, to let him go from the show to fire him. And yeah, we have been questioning what was going to happen. And now we know. I am of the opinion about, this is kind of a bit of a speedster speculation, is that because of the way that the thinker storyline ended, I have a feeling that they're going to like use that as a kind of him like fighting the thinker in his own mind again, right? Like he's going to start shape shifting into a bunch of different people and will have to leave the show to go find himself Or something like that.
0: I could see that. That could be interesting. That'd be a, um, it'd be a way that makes sense to kind of write him off as opposed to just being like, Ralph is gone. He went on vacation, you know, something like that, where it it would also explain the recast, right? They'd be like, look, something's going on with me, Um, especially if they recast one of the actors that, uh, one of the other actors that the thinker uh, absorbed. Um,
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that could be interesting there. You recast one of them.
1: Huh? Yeah, interesting. Wow, that's a that's a that's a good idea. Yeah,
0: like so you recast one of them, right? Um, and then you know the the story is, oh well, I am having issues holding on to my form because of all of these things that are fighting because of all the stress with Sue and all these things that were going on. It's like weakened me somewhat, and now these other personalities are coming forward. Blah 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 blah. And there you go.
1: I could see it, man. I could I could definitely see that happening. That would be very very interesting. Um, and so, I mean, there is even kind of a hint in this interview that implies that the the character is leaving, you know, quote unquote, indefinitely. So theoretically speaking, we're not about to see the death of the character. We're going to see um, him leaving the show and potentially coming back at some point uh, if they choose to go down that route. There's still a question of what does this mean for the Sue Dibney storyline if, if Sue will end up being a regular. I think at one point it was speculated that she would. Um, but i i from all accounts, it seems like that is still very much up in the air, as is, and just to reiterate everything about season seven <laughs> so you know, yes, exciting, fun stuff we're getting kind of uh you know some some hints at things that we hadn't seen yet, which is good and exciting, but let's remember folks there's there's a lot of work that needs to be done, and there's still a lot of cer uncertainties, so you know keep keep the fans uh you know keep keep the fans going uh the fanning the keep fanning the flame of the hype uh for sure but let's also make sure that we are, we're we're recognizing the reality and also not trying to put too much on the people that are making this content and what is an unprecedented time to try to make a television show so uh our, our our you know our thoughts our thoughts and prayers are with everybody behind this series right now uh it's you know there's just a lot of uncertainty but we know that y'all will come up with a great product when it's all said and done so we'll see what ends up happening yeah all right. Uh, maintaining the flash, but moving from uh, television to film, uh, man, we got some uh, we got some some reveals and concept art for the uh, forthcoming flash film. Uh, we now know, of course, that there are multiple Batmen that will be part of this. Um, you know, there's a ton of speculation that you you won't go five feet on the internet without seeing some sort of thought piece on, you know, what the various Batmen mean or how we could interpret the way in which this film will reset the universe or maybe establish a multiverse or maybe a retcon and pre-established multiverse there's a lot of directions they can go with this um you know just generally speaking man i'm sure you've seen the concept art at this point of uh what appears to be you know you know quote unquote our flash with the classic tim burton batman in the background
0: yeah that's super cool like it's like it's interesting though because i think a lot of people were speculating that we're gonna have like Michael Keaton is kind of like a Thomas Wayne, if they're going towards a flashpoint kind of thing. Um,
1: well, and it's very possible that what, what we may be seeing through this is uh, kind of a pseudo into the Batverse, right? Like we may end up seeing a Thomas Wayne still as part of this film uh, that teams up with a more aged version of his younger
0: self. Age version of his younger self or age version of his son?
1: I'm sorry, of his son, of course. Yeah, um, it's it, there's a lot of bats, a lot of bats, yeah. and a lot of Wains in this,
0: <laughs> <way>. <laughs> which is interesting. But, uh, like I, w- this is one thing that I was thinking about when I saw this. You know, the the, the Flash and Batman sort of uh, um, pairing that they got going on. I know a lot of people um, on the Marvel side of things were sort of upset, maybe um, not not as happy with the Tony Stark. Um, peter parker relationship Mm -hmm. there right thinking that oh you know it's it's not comic accurate peter like his his mentor was uncle ben and and, you know all these different kinds of things here and they're like oh tony stark stepping in and they're 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 ruining my childhood by doing that you know that 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 kind of like reaction to that yeah yeah um i don't really care for that type of reaction anyway but uh uh i mean i i think it's fine like i i i thought spider-man and uh and Iron Man, I thought that was a pretty cool. It little fit combo. the universe. It did, it did. It fit like it, the universe.
1: That's that's really what yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And uh, this could be an opportunity here. Like I had seen some speculation that um the suit that we're seeing him wear is something that like Bruce Wayne invented or yes, Lucius Fox invented. Um so this
1: is a this is a more organic suit as it's been described that has been developed by um Bruce Wayne, and this is specifically the Ben Affleck Bruce Wayne, who is reported to be returning. Uh, to, to close out the character. I mean, this is, I think at this point it is, um, you know, there's been a lot of speculation as to whether or not Ben Affleck will return. He said that he wasn't going to, and now it has been revealed that he will be returning and that this narrative will really kind of allow him to put to rest the character. We may be going into this movie with a Ben Affleck Batman and coming back out of the movie with a Birdman, Batman, Vulcan man, not Vulcan man. Vulture. <laughs> Vulture Man. Yes. Uh but anyway, so yeah, so I think I think we're we may be kind of, you know, trading one bat for another. No, Keaton, uh, with, Keaton's with,
0: not stepping into the Batman boots.
1: Keaton is stepping into the Batman but boots, not, man. Not for look, the a, rest, look at that. Not for the rest of the uh of the DCEU. We actually don't know if that's true or not. I don't know. I <laughs> we, we in fact, it's been confirmed that this other Batman, the Batman uh, that we got a trailer for, which is epic and we'll be talking about in a, a little bit here. Uh, but that the Batman is is definitively on a completely separate Earth. I've seen some actually refer to that Earth as Earth 2. Um, potentially even the Earth that the Joker from the Joker is from that we may have actually seen this Earth before. There's the, I mean, there's a lot of... I mean, the speculation is,
0: yeah. is running rampant right now. And it's also <laughs> supposed to be like a year two story. Yes, it's
1: a year two story. But it is a year two story that takes place... On a completely separate earth from the Flash film and from the, you know, the Snyderverse for lack of a better term.
0: Right, right. And
1: I know people are screaming like there is a term, it's the DCEU, but I'm calling it the Snyderverse still, because it's still like, you know, I don't know. Maybe this I say that the Snyderverse may spin out because of course we got the trailer for uh Snyder's Justice League as well, which had some pretty big moments. I'm hyped for it, man. Four hours, four uh four separate series on uh our four separate you know quote unquote episodes it'll be on hbo max um you know the trailer looks like we're gonna get uh you know snyder's justice league and i mean i it may not have been what
0: i wanted at the time but i gotta tell you I, 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 i've been through some stuff since then and i want this movie <laughs> yeah like my, my big reservation for that is is like how much of that is Justice League that we've already seen and how much of it is Snyder's new stuff? If it's like one hour of the mm-hmm. old stuff and three hours of new stuff, that's great. That's great. I'm here for that. But if it's like three hours of old stuff and one hour of new stuff, eh. It depends on how it's all cut together. If it, I'm, my
1: hope, and I could be wrong here, is that it drastically changes the nature of the storyline, even to the extent that it ends on a, like an Empire Strikes Back like way, like I think it was intended to, but I mean, by all accounts was intended to be more of a, you know, somber ending to you know, driving towards an apocalypse as opposed to more of like oh, a race with the Flash and Superman,
0: which is great. But, you know, maybe not what, what Zack Snyder was going for. Yeah, but I mean, like, where does he go from there? Are they going to give him a sequel to that movie and... Maybe. I don't know. It, it I, just, I don't think
1: they'd give him a sequel to that movie, but they, they might get an HBO max series. I, maybe the actors all want this. And I mean, like right now, you know, like this is, this is a huge, I mean, the great thing about this is it's not even a gamble. As we've talked about already, there is a desire, like, like streaming is up Their Content, like availability is at a premium right now. If you've got anything that people want that you could put out. Uh, and so if it does well, who knows, who knows, yeah, it's possible. That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, like it, if they can get the actors on board and continue the story of Snyder's Justice League in another like multi-part series, that that could be interesting. I could see that. Even if they recast, because you know Ben
1: Affleck's not going to do it, but even if they recast, I I think that um, he could be setting something up for a Snyderverse offshoot on HBO Max and I think it depends on the success of it and uh, you know of course how it's received I'm sure there will be no shortage of thought pieces on that they currently there certainly aren't now it just, it just, so.
0: it just makes me sad that, that that Affleck doesn't want to do Batman anymore I liked Batfleck, man I thought that was like one of the best parts of Batman versus Superman oh yeah well I mean that's <laughs> it right Justice like League. it's
1: like you you recognize that like you know hey you know people maybe didn't receive the franchise all that well, but still like respect what your con- contribution was. Maybe that's when you go out on a, you know, something of a high note. Yeah.
0: Cause Affleck was the bomb at phantoms, man. He was,
1: he was, and he was the bomb as Batman. Yeah. And, and you know what? He was the bomb when he wanted to know if you bleed, you know, <laughs> you know some people bell, some people ask you if you bleed before trying to do anything to you. Others just strangle you outside of a bar. That's true. Okay. We need to talk about this because this still baffles me. And I realize that we've we've got we've had a pandemic since then. And so that's part of this. But I was shocked in terms of elephants in the room. I'm still kind of shocked that Ezra Miller is is helming the Flash. Because 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 people like y'all remember he choked this woman out, right? Like like do, like I'm not crazy. This happened. We saw it happen on video. And yes, there was a lot of questions and everything, but the questions have now been answered for the vast most part. And it's like, okay, well wh- and Ezra Miller's still the flash? Like
0: what? what what? I mean, so so yeah, like I'm of two minds about this. First off, I'm not excusing his behavior at all or saying that what he did was okay. Um I want to get that out of here in the open right now. But um those things said, um, were there any criminal charges filed against him like i does that matter i mean in this
1: situation
0: so there's there's two I, like, there's two drunk people right and like they're you know you you have a celebrity and then you have somebody who's uh you know uh just uh, not a celebrity and like Dude, I don't know. Like, there's a bunch of social norms there that were violated.
1: <laughs> okay, 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 okay. All right, you know, I hear what you're saying, but but like, let's be honest. Studios can make, especially when it's to a fan. You know, like there's checks that can be written. I'm not. I'm. You know, I I'm, mean, I'm, granted, maybe I'm conspiracy theorying a little bit here, but I'm just saying. That like the fact that charges were not pressed doesn't matter. We saw it happen.
0: Well, hell, but like if Ezra Miller choked me out when we were both drunk, and then Warner Brothers wanted to write me a check for a hundred thousand dollars, I'd say all's forgiven. <laughs> right.
1: Okay, but that's between you and Ezra. But but here's the thing: <laughs> we saw Ezra choke this woman out and da- like slam her to the ground.
0: Did you see like? They both fell to the like that was not like fine. It was not a Undertaker her out choke and held slam. her
1: throat as they fell down to the ground. Is that better? Yeah. I mean, I I don't you know right. I'm not trying to misrepresent this. Okay, and let me be very very clear. I want to make sure I lay out this this situation because I want to be clear about this. When Ezra Miller was first cla- cast as the Flash, I thought that I was like, huh, odd choice. They're going with a Bart Allen or like a Wally West as opposed to Barry Barry Allen. And they're like, no, he's Barry Allen. I'm like, oh, interesting. That's an odd choice for Barry Allen. But you know what? Grant is a very different Barry from the comics. They're going with a very different Barry from the comics. And since then, by the way, especially during our, our rewatch of this, the uh, the films, I have a more like a deeper appreciation for the fact that like this is not the comic book world. This is very much their own world. So fine. Go go Elseworlds with it. Whatever. And then, you know, Ezra did a fine job with the character. I mean, he did a fine job with the character, with that interpretation of the character, which is obviously a very different interpretation of the character from the comics, which again is fine. I was still like, I was like, I was waiting, hoping that Ezra would win me over. And you know what? That moment came and that moment came in crisis. And when I saw Ezra gear up in the full on flash suit and do the whole scene with Grant and I was like, you know what? I am team Ezra. I am all on board. Like what a class act move. Like, like, you know what? I'm, I'm ready to go hard. Like, like, absolutely. I don't know what the Ezra fans call themselves. The Ezra stands. I'm, I was there, man. I was ready. And then this happened. I'm like, ah, why, why, man? Why would this dude do this? And here's the deal. And then I'm thinking like, okay, well, we're going to get a new Flash and, you know, obviously the, the DC franchise right now, the film franchise is, some, is in somewhat chaos. <sighs> maybe, this is, maybe this is right. Maybe this is just time to get a new, a new Flash and everything else. But then he doesn't lose his job. So here's my question, Bell. And I'm, I'm, I, I say, I've spent some time thinking about this and I want to be careful about how I say this because I do not want this to be misinterpreted. If, if Ezra Miller had choked out, or if Ezra Miller, instead of literally choking out a woman, instead tweeted her and said, you're annoying me, I wish I could choke you to the ground right now, would he still have his job?
0: Yeah. No, man, that man would be canceled immediately. Mm. Absolutely not. I don't know, like, like a lot of the canceling that's been doing is because of like, you know, racism and homophobia and misogyny and stuff like that. And like pretty sure that saying you
1: like you're getting like like talking about like aggression, especially aggression towards a woman is going to be interpreted as some form of misogyny. Yeah. And I'm saying it should. I'm not like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that like, you know, so therefore, like we shouldn't like hold people accountable for what they tweet. My question is, are we holding people accountable for what they tweet, but not for what they actually do? Like, what is up with that? And it, I don't know that I really have an answer for this, but this has been bothering me, especially since DC fandom, and they didn't address this, and Ezra's still attached to this thing. And I'm like, w- we haven't recast this character? Like, and we're fine with this, but I'm just, it's a its a general question. And again, I pose it, because i and I'm curious what people think, but I really don't want this to be misinterpreted as me saying like, Oh, well, you know, cancel culture has gone too far. No, on, on the contrary. My point is that I'm saying like, like where, there's something here that I do, I'm not fully grasping because he physically actually did this thing. But my argument is if he had just tweeted it, he would have lost his job. And yet he actually did it and he hasn't. Now you maybe you believe like Bell just did, which is like I you know he if he tweeted it then you know people wouldn't care. I disagree with that wholeheartedly. I think if he tweeted something like that, he'd be gone.
0: Has anybody been canceled off of one tweet, like a single tweet, without any sort of prior? Uh... That's a fair point, and that's a fair point. Like that's that's the there is a point
1: to that. But I would still argue that like the way that he also responded to this, which is not at all like he has not apologized for it. There was no public statement for it. There was nothing, man. Like there there's. There's deeper problems that are here.
0: Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. So, if if uh, if he had been sober and the woman kept coming after him, and and he said uh, to leave him alone, leave him alone, leave him alone, and she didn't, or or he, it doesn't matter in this case who the who the who the person, the other person is. Um. And then he pushed them to the ground, and they like they were drunk, he wasn't. He pushed them to the ground and walked away. Would it have been?
1: So that's literally not what happened at all. Uh, so I'm talking about what actually happened specifically. And also, I, you know, I mean, we don't know how drunk they were. I mean, the video, they look
0: wasted, man, like absolutely wasted.
1: But all right. So, but even if you were to tweet something like that in a wasted state, does that make it okay? Do you get the, do you get the, I was drunk at the time credibility in that situation? So I'm just saying that there's a, there is something that we as a society have not fully reconciled with in terms of like the power of how we use social social media to hold each other accountable. Like there's a lot of this, this I don't know. I I just think for one thing, I think it's weird that he's still helming the flash. And I think that it's, it, it, I don't know if it says something about like us as a society, but it seems like something needs to be reevaluated here. Because I, 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 yes. And you know what? Maybe that, maybe I'm going to cut myself off right there. I don't know. It's, but it's, yeah. it's so weird. Like the
0: Hartley Sawyer incident or. I'm not doing it. I'm not saying it's a one to one. I am not but like that one, that one is very clear cut. Absolutely. Makes 100% sense. Totally get it. Um, uh, Hartley Sawyer and a James Gunn is a good one to go back and forth on.
1: Well, well right? so because like that's one is like a very like old, like this is older. This is repentant. And like, whereas the is like
0: uh, nobody, nobody so, came like, on in support of Hartley after his stuff. Just like every single person who worked with a James Gunn was like, yes, he was like that, but he is no longer that person. Um, right. And, and they, they, they were character witnesses for him. Right. Hartley didn't have any character witnesses. So that kind of tells me that he has not changed. Right. Yeah, there's levels to this. There's layers. Yeah,
1: let's say. Yeah, yeah. Sure.
0: And I do think it's weird that there was no apology or anything like that from uh from Ezra. But like, so I mean, again, like I don't know the full entire story of of what was happening. But like, there there the altercation between him and the fan. Like I don't know who started it. I don't know. Um, I don't know the idea of that. But like, at, at what point whose fault is what? Like, where 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 do we start drawing lines as far as that's concerned? Right, like, you know.
1: I mean, he like like we've got the video, and again, it's less about the fact. I mean, like, which is awful, but I mean, it's all like I said. I just I think that there's something to be said for like just the reality of like is there a difference here between actually doing something and tweeting it, and is it is is it fair to say that had he tweeted that as opposed to doing it? I don't um, think he would have. I don't think he would have gotten canceled for. Oh, uh, maybe for not. Maybe you're right. That. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm curious because, like I said, I'm still processing this. I've been in the, the state of processing it, and I kind of want to put it out there and just kind of get a sense of like, what are some thoughts on it, with the fully understanding that I am not saying, you know, like, it, like this is not a comparison to what happened with Ralph or with Harley. Yeah. So, no.
0: Yeah. The the situation is clear cut.
1: Yeah. We we're we're all on board with that. I'm just saying that like, if we're all on board with that to some extent we should kind of be on board with Ezra. I just
0: just don't think so. Like, I don't, I I don't don't see the parallel. I don't, I don't see the parallel. Like, like Russell Crowe hit, like slammed a telephone into somebody's face and he still gets work. I I think, I think what Russell Crowe did is far worse than what Ezra Miller did.
1: Okay. So, but, but all right. So granted, but wait, what's Russell Crowe been in?
0: I'm not talking about, well, he was in man of steel. First off, um, Did that happen before or after Man of Steel? Way before Man of Steel.
1: And did it? I don't remember that. But so that's that's part of the point, right? Like we're we're in a different place now than we were then. So it's fine to assault
0: people with a telephone. Absolutely not. What I'm saying (laughs) is that us,
1: what I'm saying is that like where we are in terms of our kind of like, you know, collective consciousness and how we utilize uh, social media like is in a constant state of evolution um and has been like it's very and it it happens very very quickly it's not a i'm not saying that it's a bad thing i really it's a a dangerous conversation because it's easy to be mis like to talk about this and be misinterpreted and and that's not what i'm going after here um but i do think that there is a similarity in the sense that well again i don't think that there's a direct similarity but the the if there is a more similar if there was more similarity to hartley than say uh someone of russell Crowe and this might frustrate this might get people angry for another reason it's because there's like an age difference there in terms of like one group of people is brought up in like is more attached to the modern lexicon of of fandom whereas like again what's what's russell crowe doing these days singing in his band <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's still like the, the the point stands like the the incident in there like was yes it, the, the behavior that 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 ezra exhibited by by you know choking that lady to the ground he shouldn't have done that um i also kind of feel like yes as a celebrity there there is a uh a certain level of privacy that you kind of give up in that regard well, sure but on the yeah, same yeah, token yeah, if somebody asks you to leave them alone and and you don't like and, and you're both wasted you're both have your 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 inhibitions are shot like I don't know. It just it just feels like
1: Look, I'm look, I
0: again, the, you're you're taking it
1: in a very like specific way. I'm saying it's more like the the question is is less about like you know, what constitutes assault. And my question is more of like had he tweeted something like this at a fan? You're saying that no. Like if somebody uh if if, you know, a celebrity, you know, that's a tied to like a large franchise like this, Was to tweet out at a female fan that he wanted to choke, like that—that you know she's getting on his nerves, and he wished he could just choke choke her to the ground. That you're thinking that fans would be fine with that, and then there would be no repercussions. That's what you're saying.
0: No, I'm not. Because
1: that's that's the argument that I'm making. I'm just saying that like this is such a like I'm gonna choke you to the ground. (laughs) But that's right. Like who like who says that? Right? Like who would say that? Of course, who would say that? But I'm saying he actually did that. Yeah. So. That's my point. Is it just, it just, I'm curious. So there, there we go. We, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to put it out there.
0: I don't know. Uh, I, and I
1: warned Bell, by the way. I warned Bell I was going to go on a mild soapbox on this ahead of time yeah. to let him know. I was like, it's like, you, know, don't, you don't have to go with me on it, but I just, I want to put it out there because I'm curious as to what some of the thoughts around that
0: I fe- yeah, are. Yeah, so. I feel like the situations are too different. I, honestly, if Ezra Miller has a history of like threatening assault on people on Twitter, then you you have more of a point. But if it's, okay. if it's one tweet, like that's what I'm saying. No one, I don't, as far as I know, has been canceled because of one tweet that they sent out.
1: And yeah, I'll say this. I think, I mean, like that's the same for me. I can't think of anybody, but at the same time, I would not be shocked to find out that that's not the case. I mean,
0: depending on what it was, if it's, you know, it depends on what
1: it was, yeah. but anyway, so I'm just, I'm throwing it out there. We'll see what it, what it ends up coming. But there you go. <laughs> there's, there's some controversy. You got to throw a little bit of controversy and we'll see what ends up happening. Uh, but one way or the other, man, the flash movie does seem to be, uh, a, a monumental film for the future of the franchise and potentially future of all franchises, which is why it's important to get it right. Um, all right, look, one of the biggest moments of this entire, uh, event in my mind is actually what was revealed in the black Adam. Um, I, not really panel, I guess, talk announcement. <laughs> You did, you've watched some of this, but you have not been able to find other parts. Is that correct? Yeah,
0: like I saw one of the animated things where it was basically The Rock narrating his story like and where he's coming to. Like, you know, I I was I was in prison for 5,000 years and no one's going to imprison me again and I'm going to, you know.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like a little sizzle hype reel of like this is who the character is. You know, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It was, it was okay. Here's what put it over the edge, man. This is the part that you missed. They did another kind of motion like uh, concept art that was phenomenal, that revealed that the JSA is in this movie. That Black Adam is either going to go up against the JSA and potentially then eventually team up with the JSA. And we got a confirmation of Hawkman, Dr. Fate, Cyclone, and Atom Smasher uh, in the Black Adam film, establishing the JSA in this universe and potentially even maybe a setup for a JSA proper film franchise in the future.
0: Which I am here for one thousand percent. Well, so like, is it is it going to be like a JSA? Because you know, he, Black Adam has a tremendous history. You know, like he's old. You know, <laughs> so like, is it is, is yeah? Is, <laughs> he's been around. yeah, he's been around, right? So is this going to be like a thing where it's um, um, we see him fight the JSA or whatever in this movie, and then later movies move forward in time, like like kind of how you know a Wonder Woman kind of thing. We got World War One, we got eighty four, and we got you know. Um, the Batman. V. It's a good question, kind of thing.
1: It's a good question. I don't think that we got a clarification on when this takes place, like when the film is taking place. Like we're gonna definitely get some form of origin story for him for sure,
0: um, and we need that. But yeah, no, I I don't know. I don't know. It's possible that it'll uh, be taking place maybe in the eighties. I mean, I think that's like an interesting kind of thing where you know you you establish this. Uh, the the JSA here and then you know you can have Black Adam go and and leave that time period and not really impact anything same thing like you could with Wonder Woman Wonder Woman could even go back and uh, do something with the JSA depending on you know what time or the time period it was in and things like that so um, I think that 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 could open up a lot of possibilities where they have like you know a 1980s or 1950s or 1960s or whatever like you know just series of movies that they put out in that time period yeah that would be That, that would be pretty sweet yeah that could be really cool
1: i'm hoping so this it's very possible and to some extent i i guess i guess it would be preferable if we discovered that these are the only four jsa members that are at least in this movie specifically but i mean you know i was looking for that helmet yeah no 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 uh, no confirmation on flash there but one imagines that there'll be some sort of tee up or teasing as the JSA was really, I mean, it was the flash that was, that was his team. So we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. Cyclone, by the way, uh, you know, the OG red Tornado's granddaughter, not, not the cyborg version of the character, but the pre pre cyborg version of the character. Uh, okay. Um, we got to run through this. We still got, you know, like I said, there's a lot that that was announced. Um, uh, just great moments Sinbad popping up on Shazam two panel, uh, we did get confirmation that Shazam is going to be called uh, Fury of the Gods in the uh, the second uh, one. We did not get a confirmation as to whether or not Sinbad would actually be in it, though. <laughs> it was great when he popped up because, I mean, like the big joke was that they couldn't reveal anything. They had nothing they could share. And so I almost kind of feel like Sinbad was a bit of a distraction and also kind of leaning into an internet meme, which, you know, I'm here for,
0: but y'all better put Sinbad in this movie, okay? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like <laughs> we can we can make the Mandela effect real. Yes, it needs to happen. <laughs>
1: We need Sinbad in Shazam 2. If this is just a joke, I'm going to be mad. Y'all make it happen, please. Um, we've already talked about it. Of course, Snyder Cut was revealed to have four parts on HBO. It's going to be a four-hour uh, long cut, split over four different uh, sections on HBO Max. Uh, Wonder Woman 84 trailer. Um, man, great moments in that, including the full-on Golden Kingdom Come armor reveal, as well as Cheetah in her full Cheetah form.
0: Yeah, Kristen Wiig's an interesting choice for that. I, I'm I'm honestly excited. Right. I mean, like I'm honestly excited to see how she does. Like I'm so used to her comedic style of acting. Like I'm 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 really kind of interested in how she's going to handle like a more um, I don't know serious it's a comic book movie, but like a more well as a
1: physical performance. Yeah, right?
0: yeah, yeah. So I I'm kind of looking forward to that. I mean, I love the first Wonder Woman. Um, I like Kristen Wiig just just overall, and and I think this is going to be like. It's going to be neat. Like I, I'm i excited for it. What can I say?
1: Yeah, it's, it's going to be, I'm, I'm with you, man. It, it put me off a little bit, especially when she rolls up in the, you know, she's wearing like the cheetah coat, but she's still in human form and she like starts like charging at Wonder Woman. I'm like, Kristen Wick, come on now. <laughs> like, like, you know, like it's going to be hard, they're going to have to sell me on the fact that she's supposed to be like a physical threat to Wonder Woman. It'd be like seeing, I mean, like, you know, it'd be like seeing Will Ferrell, like, trying to be, <laughs> fight Captain America, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's, that's a legit comparison.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting. So, I don't know, Maxwell Lord's going to be doing some crazy stuff in there, and so we'll see yeah. what happens Yeah, well,
1: when she goes into full Cheetah mode, that's what I was like, okay, all right now, all right, oh yeah, <laughs> like, let's, let's go, yeah. this looks <laughs> awesome. So I'm 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 stoked for it. Um, Maxwell Lord played by the Mandalorian didn't know that. Yeah, I'm sure that that's been revealed, but I I just I don't think it registered with me until
0: uh, this this one. I wonder if she's gonna. Well, I mean, spoilers kind of if you haven't read the comics. I
1: mean, yeah, she she's she's probably gonna have to do the
0: thing. Yeah, because
1: if she does the thing with the, you know without spoiling it, because that's probably the pivotal moment of the movie. Yeah, uh, which will probably like you know turn society against her in some form of fashion. You know what Which I mean? Which is why she's can not see around. That yep. That'd make some sense. So we'll see what ends up happening there. Uh, James Gunn's Suicide Squad, a.k.a. everybody. Everybody's coming. <laughs> 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 Literally the entire you know, B and C list of the DC Universe. And let's go ahead and get a couple of D and Z list, list villains in here. This looks to be... Uh, just a uh, uh, just a grungy i I don't even know how to say this man Would, I'm s- James Gunn's suicide Squad. So I know you're I'm excited so for this.
0: excited for this movie like this is this is uh this is what the suicide squad should have begin with or should have been to begin with like it's just it's it's just such a ridiculous concept and you have all these like you know like you said like z-tier villains and stuff polka dot yeah man. like yeah uh, David Dallls and his polka dot man we have flu lebloorg as uh uh I forget who he's playing um but but yeah and I don't know. It. <laughs> I just think it's going to be really, really fun. James Gunn knows how to do those kinds of movies, and right. it's yeah. I this is this is probably going to be uh going to be the best thing that they're going to put out here. Uh, and th- at least this this is going to be my favorite thing probably of what was announced at Fandome.
1: James Gunn made Rocket Raccoon the most relatable character in the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe for me personally. <laughs> like. I would have never thought that going into that franchise. And I, you know, I trust him. I, you know, th- we, we enjoyed watching the Suicide Squad, the first Suicide Squad. I noticed this is not Suicide Squad. This is the Suicide Squad. Yeah. So a bit of a statement there. uh. But, but one way or the other, man, I think it's going to be great. And of course we did get a reveal of a flash villain, a uh, prominent flash villain of the Thinker will actually be in the Suicide Squad.
0: Yeah. So that'll be two flash villains. Boomerang Man, uh, <laughs> Boomerang Man, <laughs> Captain <laughs> Boomerang and the Thinker. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> So, uh so excited to see, him. of course, you know, King Shark as well, who, you know, I mean, I know that um especially more recently here on the Harley Quinn uh, animated series has been a, a prominent character, but I mean, like nobody was talking about King Shark until he popped up on the flash. Oh no. oh no.
0: Come on now. Which, which it's, which is kind of funny because it almost feels like, you know, the flash TV show, robbed James Gunn of that opportunity to like bring that character to the forefront. To,
1: that, well, you know, it's interesting and I know that what we saw is kind of, you know, like alpha tier, not, not done in terms of the CGI work, but like somebody did a, a, um, you know, kind of a multi-cut of all of the various King shark iterations that are currently out there with uh, this one, with the video game, with the, the animated series and then with the flash version. And for my money right now, the flash version, especially when he first showed up is probably one of like the best, like most, like,
0: you know, i guess scary takes on king king shark yeah i mean it's pretty good i i kind of honestly i kind of like the little the the smoother sort of like because sharks are smooth they don't have you can't see their musculature but i mean he has a human too so i don't know but
1: see you don't know about street sharks man what you talking about you can't see their musculature you need to go and talk with my man vin diesel uh, at toy fair 1996 yeah (laughs) let him educate you street sharks um, but you know, given the way that, that he was promoted, I do wonder if they're going to lean into the more recent Harley Quinn take on the character. Yeah. Would, um, that's my guess. Yeah. That's my guess. We'll see. Um, but yeah, so the thinker of course going to be in the suicide squad, uh, speaking of, of King shark and then also captain boomerang will be two playable characters in the continuation of the Arkham franchise of games. Um, looks to be, uh, fun, uh, very different from the Arkham series that have come before, not a hundred percent how sure how I feel about it, but I'm sure it'll be a great game, but it won't come out for like, a, you know,
0: until the next generation of video game consoles.
1: Any, any thoughts on either that or even uh, Gotham Knights, which was
0: also announced Gotham Knights looks cool. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. I'm, I don't, I don't, uh, multiplayer, like four player multiplayer, maybe, I don't know. That'd be cool. Um, and it is, it's, it's in the same thing as the Arkham games, right? Okay, cool. So yeah, that'll be really, really neat. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one.
1: I mean, the big thing is like be, being able to be Captain Boomerang and take on the Flash. Come on, that's gonna be amazing.
0: Yeah, I didn't really see much about this, uh, the Suicide Squad, kill the Justice League. I saw more about Gotham Knights, so I'll have to look at that. And because uh, Gotham Knights kind of interested me more, but I'll, I'll look at the the Suicide Squad one and, and see what that's all about.
1: It seems, at least from the trailer, anyway, that that Boomerang is going to be kind of a big, like the the character. You know, there's always like the one that you're like, ah, this guy it's probably going to be boomerang. That's what I think. If I'm playing, I'm probably playing as him, even though I typically, I do like the brawlers kind of like, uh, how they got King shark going and that, but we'll, we'll see what ends up happening. Um, the Batman looks, looks incredible. Um, you know, we've already kind of referenced the fact that this is, uh, uh, also going to be, you know, as a, as a film that has already been impacted by the reality of, of COVID. Um, but enough has been shot to bring us a
0: pretty like brutal trailer. Yeah. Uh, thoughts on the batman i don't know like i i really like robert pattinson he has done uh such good work since he left the other franchises uh of harry potter and twilight um that like i i'm a i am a tremendous fan of his of his other work and so okay yeah i'm excited about this because like in in the movies where he plays weird roles he is incredible um and so Batman's a weird character like (laughs) and I'm really excited to kind of see his take on it like I think I think it's going to be good I think it's going to be good
1: I think it's going to be a great film Um, I'm looking forward to it from that standpoint point however there's some concerns in terms of the way in which you know I think they I think the the talk of the town is that maybe they've got 25 percent of it filmed at this point um and so you know there's just a this is something that's lost when you take a break and you have to come back for reshooting, like just even one scene. And now they're going to have to essentially kind of, uh, you know, theoretically maybe even start from scratch. So I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm tentatively hopeful for a good Batman film, but I'm also not overly hyped for it either because it's like, Oh look, another take on Batman. Cool. I mean, it, it looks brutal and it looks like it's going in a place that, you know, kind of the, the dark night started and, and kind of going to lean more in there and, I'm sure it'll be great, but it's another take on Batman. And I'm, you know, there's a lot of other characters out there. I, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm actually not as hyped for this as I thought I would be, even though like I, like you say, Robert Pattinson seems like a great choice, especially for this take on Batman. It seems like a great, um, you know, you know, pseudo fresh, uh, look at the character. Um, Court of Owls is actually going to be in the Gotham Knights. I'm, I get, I get it mixed up because there was a lot of, a lot of news that was, uh, announced, but of course we were dealing with, um, you know, the penguin will be in this. we got the Riddler. Uh, you know, I saw our, our boy Hunter camp saying that he wished that it was calendar man, which I think would have made a lot of sense too for this, this take, but you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens. So anyway, all right, that's a lot. There's a lot of stuff. Hopefully we covered it all. <laughs> <laughs> if we didn't get to your favorite announcement from DC fandom, uh, so terribly sorry, but let us know what, uh, what was some of the, your favorite things that were announced? What really got you hyped um how are you feeling about this new season? Um you know the season trailer, you know are are you expecting this to come out in 2021? We hope it does, but we don't know. We just don't know. We will see what ends up happening. Um and then also, you know, like I said, we got we had a little 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 back and forth on this Ezra thing. I'm very curious to hear what people have to say. Um keep it civil, but let us know your thoughts on on Ezra Miller. Um is is, you know, is is he still fit to be the the flash? Maybe he is. Maybe Bell's right. I mean, maybe we're we're just cool letting celebrities attack people. That's fine. <laughs> that's not what he said.
0: That's not what he said. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh but anyway. I'm, yes. I'm curious so about that as well. Like I, I, I do want to know what people think because I, I like, yeah. For me, it's less about that.
1: It's really more about like, you know, if this had been a tweet, would he still have his job? And that's really the the question that has been bothering me. Not bothering, but just has been rattling around my head uh, for like the last couple of days here, and so that's 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 really the question I want to pose well, to people. Can I
0: can I bring up one little thing right quick? Okay, yeah. go So for is it somewhat similar when John Boyega told off all the toxic like Star Wars f- uh, fanboys like on Twitter? Like, is that? I mean, uh,
1: he didn't get any rep. No. Like, and I don't think he
0: should have. Honestly, I don't think he should have gotten any recommendation or reprimandation, reprimanding for like speaking his mind about that. So he said he wanted to choke out somebody. No, he's just basically telling him to f off and stuff like that. That's not the same as saying I want to choke you down to the ground, or I want to like put my hand on and your also, neck and we fall down for about three seconds and then hit the ground because we're both wasted. That's a
1: very charitable interpretation of that video, my friend. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so the, it's a little different when they're coming after him, especially you know on racially charged stuff. I mean, there's there's a lot of different, yeah, there's that a is, lot that of difference going on, and on top of that, the biggest key factor is that. You know, telling somebody to F off is different from saying, like, I wish I could choke you down and like and hold you down on the ground. My point is, like, if you were to put the description of what actually happened in the form of a tweet, would that still be would it still be received in the same? Oh, you know, celebrities being celebrities. I, I don't know. And that's that's what's been rattling around my head. But no, to answer your question. No, I don't think it's the same
0: thing. Yeah. No, the, the racial motivation stuff. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's a point I hadn't considered. But yeah, a lot of that was yeah. racially motivated. The stuff that was coming at him
1: all right man well like i said we want to hear y'all thoughts on that should be uh should be interesting uh hey let's let's continue to fan the flames of fandom uh like you know we don't we don't quite know what we've got uh in the in the near future or the late future but uh we hope that y'all still enjoy these uh these episodes that we've been doing of course we've been doing our uh, release the rose colored cut as we've been getting hyped for the Snyderverse, uh release or rather the the snyder cut of justice league and in fact next week we we will actually be doing our rose-colored retrospective of the Justice League that we got in films, the pre-Snyder cuts, the non-Snyder cuts, the one that cut up Snyder's work and made it a Snyder cut? Uh, Wait, that doesn't make
0: any uh, sense. Whedon. Oh, Whedon. Whedon. The Whedon, Whedon cut. We'll be, cut. Re- <laughs> <laughs> we'll be
1: reviewing the Whedon cuts <laughs> next week. Uh, I'll be actually doing some live tweeting. I think that we did. Didn't we decide that we were going to both kind of Yeah, do we're both going to live tweet time? that one, I think. All right. Yeah, yeah. That'll be fun. I'm, I'm, I'm stoked for it. So join us in for that. Should be good. Use the hashtag release the rose color cut to uh, join in the fun there. Look for that episode coming out at you next week. And uh, yeah, follow us on the, at Flash TV Talk. You can follow Bell at Ring That Bell. You can follow me at the Real Bo York. Uh, feel free, by the way, if you're frustrated with something that I said, feel free to tweet that directly at me. And if you have problems with everything that Bell has said, you can tweet it at him all night Please long. Please do. Yes. <laughs> Let us know. I have a feeling we're going to get thoughts. Just, just a hunch that we're going to get thoughts <laughs> on that. Uh, but yeah, so uh, so tweet at us. Of course, uh, you can uh, join us for the live shows at facebook.com slash flash TV talk. All that information and more is still available at flashtvtalk.com or tvtalk.fm. By the way, we've been having some fun uh, on Minecraft, creating some uh, legendary places from the DC Universe uh, through our Flashcraft series. Uh, we've got the Hall of Justice that has been completed. We are breaking ground on the Legion of Doom. Uh, We're having a ton of fun. And hey, if you play Minecraft or if you've got some time on your hands and you're wondering what to do, maybe you're looking for a sense of community, uh, we want to help provide that to you in different ways. And one of the ways is to join us on the Flashcraft server. So hit us up on Twitter. We'd love to get you involved there. Uh, I think that is going to do it for us for today. Don't worry, though, because we'll be back in a flash.